Come on. Welcome to Lifeblood. This is George G, and the time is right. Welcome to today's guest, a strong and powerful Trisha Pullis Leonard. Trisha, are you ready to do this? I am ready. Let's go. Trisha is the owner of Trisha Studios. She's helping artists make money doing what they love. She's a full-time artist whose work has been displayed various galleries, and she is the author of The Artist Map to Success. I'm excited to have you on. Trisha, tell us a little bit about your personal life, some more about your work, and why you do what you do. Okay. Well, I'm an artist, and that's the first step in my book is to acknowledge that you are an artist. And I've been an artist ever, my whole life. When if when I was in kindergarten, if someone came in and asked, who in here is an artist, my hand would have gone up. <laughs> but of course, every other hand in the room would have gone up because everybody at that age thinks they are an artist. But as you go on through life, that number goes down. And when I was in junior high school and high school, maybe 10% of the people's hands would have been raised, but mine would have been. And I was the class artist in junior high school and high school, and I went on to major in studio art at UCLA and started my art career in my early 20s, showing in shows and competitions. But life interfered. And as probably with a lot of your podcast listeners, I suddenly was enmeshed in a full-time job, three children of my own, two stepchildren, two marriages. I had a lot of things on my plate and I stopped doing art. I didn't do it for several years. And I was getting a little bit worried because I knew that when I retired, I would want to work at art full time, but I was really worried about being rusty. And you would think that that worry about being rusty would motivate me to start doing art, but it didn't. What it motivated me to do is read about creativity. And so I spent a lot of time reading all the books on creativity to understand what this was that pulled me to it and what caused me to be blocked from doing it. So I learned a lot. And what I learned was that art needs to be done every day. So I was trying to figure out in my busy schedule how I was going to fit art into my life. I had a job that took about 50 hours a week. I had children. I had a husband. What I decided was that what I could do is give up a little sleep. So I got, up, <laughs> yeah, I got up 45 minutes early every morning, went to my studio and did art for 45 minutes, then showered and went to work. After one year, I had a full-time uh, one-person show and I was selling art. So that is powerful. That little 45 minutes a day adds up. And what I learned from that was how important it was to keep organized, to know what you're doing, to put in the time. Well, I certainly appreciate everything you just said. So acknowledging first that you are an artist, that makes sense to me that that's a first step. Um, that is definitely a first step. Why is that? This episode is brought to you by Money Alignment Academy. If you are looking for a financial wellness platform for your company, your organization, and your employees, check out moneyalignmentacademy.com 
or click on the link in the notes of the show. Because so many people say, well, I dabble a little or I fool around with art or I just kind of piddle at it. You need to say I'm an artist and be very firm about that and then have that be your focus. Why do people not do that? Because it feels like you're being kind of um, big on yourself, you know, that you think you're pretentious. more than you are. Yeah, pretentious. And so I think that's why they do that. You know, I teach art also. So um, I teach at a community college. And what I've learned from that experience is there are a lot of creative people out there, but most of them don't know where to go with their creativity, how to take it to the next level, how to become a selling productive artist. Right. So what what is it that that, 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 that makes somebody an artist? Can anybody who is pursuing a creative endeavor be an artist? Absolutely. You know, creativity is in our DNA. That's what makes us human. And that's what we need to communicate to other people. And whether you're an actual visual artist like I am, or whether you're a mathematician or a scientist, that creativity comes into play. And that's your artistry, whatever it is that you're pursuing. And I think everyone, I think everyone is an artist. That's what we are as human beings. Yeah. Well, as, as evidenced by uh, first grade that, that all the hands went up and then slowly but surely, probably you, there's probably, uh, you probably be able to measure that right after each year, this, this, this many folks or kids stop thinking of themselves as, as an artist. And then you get into your twenties and it's probably a very, very low number because, the world beats it out of us, Tricia. Yes, definitely. <laughs> definitely beats us out. All right. So I think that this is it's it, what you said about needing to do it every day. I think it's such an important thing. And one of the things that I, I really encourage young people to do is is to find their voice. Uh, and I think in some capacity that that's, that's probably pretty similar. And to be writing or just thinking about um, – and it's it's folks who are who are in my professional uh, who 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 work in finance. I, I encourage them to really find their voice and and, and to be thinking and 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 to be creating, uh, because it, it, I think it is a muscle you need to that you need to strengthen. Definitely, you definitely do. And then being able to to to, to find that time. And for you, it was carving out forty five minutes by getting up earlier. Right. So. Is it a function of, okay, creativity now is our time <laughs> because that's, that's the way it kind of has to be versus wait for the, the mood to strike you? Definitely. You know, we take time out, many of us, to work out for an hour a day. We take time to eat for two or three hours a day. And you can certainly carve out a little time to do art. And, you know, what I found when I started doing that 45 minutes in the morning was not only was I producing art, but the rest of my day went so much more smoothly. I could handle any crisis that came my way. And I think it was because I had done my art in the morning. And on one side, it was that I had done something I loved right at the first, first of the day. I fed myself first. 
but also there's something about doing an artistic endeavor that balances you, that makes you a more whole person. And I think that's really important. Yeah, I think there's a lot of wisdom in that for sure. So, all right. So we decide that 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 number one, and 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 announce and declare to the world that I am in fact an artist, and I am doing my art on a consistent basis daily, and and creating it. Um, let's just uh, is it uh, um, w- would it be good to decide on an art form uh, or, or perhaps a medium, and then we can talk about how to actually make money from it. Well, you know, that's part of the exploration that you need to do while you're doing your artwork is figure out what, what direction you're going to go in. And there's a lot of ways to do that. And in my book, I talk about each of the chapters. I talk about how it's important to get um, instruction, you know, to go and take classes that can tell you some things um, to explore other people's work that can tell you some things. And then just play around and see what area that you feel strong, most strongly about. And that comes to the forefront pretty rapidly for most people. Okay. So figuring that out and, 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 and you go through the process for actually doing that in the book. And then once you do settle on something, where do we go from there? How do we, because, well, if, if it is my desire to actually make money and, 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 and to help become a, a an artist full-time? Where do I go from there? Right. In the last chapters of my book, I go through the different venues of showing and displaying your art. And, you know, um, when I was studying creativity, I learned that there were six stages of creativity, and the last stage is to show your work. You know, so that's a part of the process. You know, you have to go through the process of creating the work, but then you have to share it with other people. If artists aren't sharing their work, you're not helping society as a whole. You're not helping yourself, not helping other people. So that's part of it. And I go through several different venues on doing that. The other thing I do in my book is I interview successful artists and a writer, um, a couple gallery owners and a um, filmmaker. And I asked them what their definition of success is, how they got where they went. And each person has a different definition of what success is. But what I learned is they all kind of followed the steps that I put forth in my book to get there. So, uh, so funny. I don't know if ironic or appropriate is, is, is the right term that I just went right to. How do I make money, Trisha? I, I, I skipped all those other steps of, of <laughs> like, <laughs> yeah. so, so walk me through those steps, the six stages. Okay. Well, my book is split into 12 <laughs> chapters and each chapter has a series of tasks to be done. And like I t- already told you, the first the first chapter is you have to recognize that you are an ar- artist. That is your first job. And you have to say that to several people during the week. My idea would be that someone reading the book would read one chapter a week and then do the tasks involved in that chapter. Most of them can be done in a week, not all. Um, the one about doing art every day is something that needs to start and continue on forever but most of them can be done in a week. And if a person read my book one chapter a week, at the end of three months, they would be at the level of being a professional selling artist. 
so um, it's it's kind of it's not a huge book. It's a little over a hundred pages because I felt artists don't want to read; they want to do art, and so I didn't make it a huge volume to read. Um, it's just a, a pretty quick read, actually, but it takes work to do the task. You got to do the work, Trisha. You can't just yeah. read the book and then automatically it happens. Yes. <laughs> got it. So uh, I wrote down defining success because if I don't, you know, for, for, for you, it could be one thing. And then for, for somebody who's making movies in Hollywood, it could be totally, so obviously probably something totally different. So how do you, how do you coach defining success? Well, you have to define it yourself. But what I learned from interviewing those artists and writers and everything is that their idea of success varies for some people being successful is getting a lot of awards entering mm. shows and getting um, um, recognition from their whatever their society is whether it's a, the filmmaker um, competing in um, filmmaking um, uh, uh, competitions she really liked that that she got that some for some other people it was having the satisfaction of having someone love your work someone buy it and love it and for other people it's being able to pay for your supplies you know that's pretty good that's a starting point for other people it's being able to support yourself with your art um so you have to kind of define your own success yeah which certainly makes sense and then what do you do when when you hit that writer's block or or whatever block that that your art pr throws up at you? That's interesting that you mentioned a writer's block blocks. Blocks are very common to artists. They get blocks. And one of my um, things that I do is I'm a creativity coach also. I was certified as a creativity coach by Eric Maisel who is a psychiatrist and a writer of several books on creativity. And um, I went through two courses with him to be certified. And um, sometimes having a coach is a very good thing. In fact, if people can afford a coach, it's very good because I'll tell you right now, you need to talk about your art. And my husband gets really tired of hearing me talk about <laughs> art. <laughs> so I need somebody else to talk to about it. But um, creativity coaches help artists work with those blocks. Blocks are common, um, whether it's being a perfectionist or hating your work or not being able to finish your work or not knowing where to start. I mean, those are all examples of blocks. And they can be dealt with with various different techniques um, with the help of a creativity coach. Yeah, that certainly does make sense. I mean, there's a million reasons why why those things come up, right? I'm just not able to get it done or I'm not able to get started or I feel like I don't have a new idea. Um, and having somebody that can give you a hand up or give you a kick in the butt is probably extremely valuable, but just to help you talk you through it. And obviously it's way deeper than that because you actually know what you're doing as a creativity coach versus just somebody who's being supportive. But um, I, I can certainly see see immense um, immense value there. Right. What do you wish that uh, that that aspiring artists who are young people knew more of? Well, working at it consistently—that's the hardest thing for young people. 
is to have uh, set up a schedule and do it and stick to it. I think young people are tend to be kind of distractible. And um, so I think a young person needs to just do it every day, you know, just kind of like Nike says, just do it. Mm-hmm. I think that that's, I think that that's just, just, just brilliant wisdom right there. You getting up 45 minutes early because it's just got to fit into your life, right? If, if this is important to you, you need to, to figure out how it's going to fit in and be sustainable. Otherwise, it's just not going to happen on its own. Right. So I appreciate that. Is there anybody that, uh, that, that, that's, that says, you know what, you're probably not cut out for this if you're not able, is, is, is that sort of the differentiator right there? You know, I think the worst thing that happens to people, and it happens more often than I like to admit, is that sometime during their growing up years, some teacher, usually it's a teacher, says to them, man, you're really not an artist. You, mm. you can't do this. You know, it's the worst thing in the world. And I've had several people in my classes who were told that, and then they still are artists, you know, they still, they pursue it, but they stay away from it because somebody has told them that negative information. You can't define what it is to be a great artist or a good artist. Um, I work in a museum and I can tell you when I look around the museum, there are all different approaches to art that are in that museum in shows. And so I never say to any of my students, you're not an artist or you you just can't do this. Yeah. I mean, I can, I think that we can all probably think back to somewhere or wherever we have a a negative or limiting belief about I'm not good enough for this or that. It's somebody that, 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 that put it into our head. um, And it's just not true. So, yes. And you know what? You never forget it. No, hundred <laughs> percent. It's what's so terrifying about being a parent, Trisha, is every word that comes out of my mouth, right? <laughs> That's right. Yeah, well, I appreciate that very much. Well, Trisha, the people are ready for your difference-making tip. What do you have for them? Well, my difference-making is going back to that same idea of setting aside time and doing it every day. And I mean every day. And in my book, I talk about keeping track of the time I spend on art and the time I spend on my art business, because those are two different things. And I actually write it down on a whiteboard every single day and keep track of it. And at the end of the month, I look back and say, well, did I put in the time this month? And if I didn't, I forgive myself, you know, because life does interfere sometimes. But then I say, okay, next t- next month I'm going to hit it again and try again to improve. So that accountability is really important that you actually write it down, what you're doing, and you go back and review it and reflect on it and figure out where you're going to go in the next time period. It's, for me, it's a month. I, I review this every month. Well, I think that is great stuff that definitely gets – come on, come on. Yeah, yeah, you need to 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 be mindful of of spending time on your art and then also making sure that you're spending time on your art business. So yeah. I love it. Well, Trisha, thank you so much for coming on. Where can people learn more about you? How can they engage with you? Where can they get a copy of the Artist Map to Success? 
Um, Artist Map to Success is available on Amazon, or someone could write to me and I could send them a, a signed copy, um, you know, for a price. But um, I can be reached at Trisha Leonard Studio at gmail.com. Anyone can contact me there. I have a website, um, www.trishastudio.com. And I also teach courses online. And I have my courses at trishastudio.thinkific. Thinkific, not terrific, but thinkific.com. And so they can take courses because that's one of my things that I say in my um, book is that you need to get instruction. Perfect. Well, if you enjoyed this, go ahead. That's it. (laughs) Perfect. If you enjoyed this as much as I did, show Trisha your appreciation and share today's show with a friend who also appreciates good ideas. You can send Trisha an email. You can find uh, Artist Map to Success on Amazon. You can find out more about her work at trishastudio.com. And then take advantage of those great courses at trishastudio.thinkific.com. Thanks again, Trisha. Okay. Thank you so much, George. I really did enjoy this. Yeah, likewise. And until next time, keep fighting the good fight. We are all in this together. Right. (laughs) 